Well, after talking about the slate for this upcoming weekend, I think it's now time to, you know, start talking about some of our predictions for this upcoming season. We're just two days before the NFL season kicking off. Let's talk about how first, how each of our teams are necessarily going to do this upcoming season. I mean, like I said earlier, sadly, I became a Giants fan this year. What a goddamn mistake that's going to end up being. Because if this team even wins six games, I'm going to be surprised. Like, Daniel Jones is an absolute bum. He's Danny. He's not even Danny Nichols. He's Danny Pennies. Like, uh, the offensive line's still pretty bad. The defense, the front seven's just tough. Like, <laughs> I don't see this team winning very many games. I'm going to give you my Patriots analysis here. So the Patriots have a pretty tough schedule. Uh, they're playing a lot of good teams. I've played the Bills twice. You're going to play the Bengals. You're going to play the Packers, the Ravens. Uh, it, you also have some pretty easier, some easy games there. I mean, you can play the Jets. You can play the Dolphins. Uh, you know, you're going to play the Chicago. You can play the Browns without Deshaun Watson. You can play the Lions. And, of course, you can play uh, the Cardinals in Week 12, and that's Problem that's like a month after Call of Duty comes back out again. So uh Cardinal so Kyler Murray won't be doing anything. He'll be too busy grinding for double XP weekend. Uh, I, I, I it depends on how everything works out. I think the Patriots are I would say a five hundred team that's kind of a cop out. I'll give you a range on the higher side. Maybe they do really well. I think their ceiling's about maybe eleven to twelve wins. I think their floor is probably about seven wins. So I'm gonna say somewhere between seven to twelve. There's a couple coin flip games. If Kyler Murray doesn't play Call of Duty, maybe they lose to them. If the Vikings do head coach stinks, they probably beat them. Um, it depends if we keep on, you know, the dominance over Buffalo. If we could win in Miami, you know, there's a lot of, you know, questions. And uh, I think by week four, four, we'll know the direction of this team. If Devontae Parker is actually good. Uh, if Mac Jones took a leap. But I'm going to say probably, if I had to give you a firm number, I'd say we stick around 10 games, 9, 10 games. It's a fair assumption there. Now, we already heard one Giants analysis, and I think coming from a longtime fan of the team, here's what I'm going to say about this team. I talked about it earlier. You know, there is definitely some things that, you know, I think could be very well for this team. Obviously, the biggest issue is right now quarterback with Daniel Jones. It's really a make or break year for him. I mean, new offensive coordinator, credit to his part. It's another off, you know, another, you know, offensive coordinator and head coach duo he's got to deal with. So we don't know what he's going to be. Now, he certainly has had those chances to succeed, but has not done that so far. So for the Giants, when it comes to their schedule, they have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL coming up this season. So there's definitely a big opportunity for them to win a lot of games. Now, my max ceiling, I would have to say would be, I'd say seven wins. I think there is a strong possibility they could win seven games this season. Hell, they could maybe even win eight games. I could very much well see them in the seven to eight win range just because of how bad the opponents they are facing this season. They're facing teams like the Carolina Panthers, the Chicago Bears, the Jaguars, the Seahawks, Texans. You know, as much as I love the Detroit Lions, they're playing the Detroit Lions, the Washington Commanders, obviously. You know, there is an opportunity for the Giants to win some of these games. Now, they're just a team that's, you know, a flip-flop where they could win it, but there probably might something, you know, somewhere be something could happen to the point where they probably lose the game. So my floor, would I would say, would be three wins. 
The ceiling, I will go with seven. It's not, you know, much, but if the Giants were to win seven games, you might as well just throw them a ticker tape parade because I think that's Super Bowl as it is. Okay, I think with that, we're going to head over to our division winners. So do you guys want to start with the AFC or the NFC? Um, I say we start with I, the AFC. I think you have to start with the NFC because the AFC is just so stacked, it's going to be really hard to we'll pick see. who's going to win each division. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I'm down with that. So let's start off with the NFC East, or some people would like to say the NFC Least. What do we think is going to be the division winner for the NFC East? Uh, I'll go first here. Um, I'm picking. This is going to be egregious. God, I can't believe this is going on the air. Um, I don't like where you're going with this. I'm going to Washington Commanders. Oh. All righty, then. I, I think Riverbolt Ron and a little uh, Carson Wentz action, you know, gets this team to where they need to be. I think McCarthy's a bum of a head coach. I think the Giants are a train wreck, and the Eagles are, I mean, Jalen Hurts, their starting quarterback. God help them. I mean, I don't, I really don't, it wasn't really too hard to pick here. I think Washington's got to be it. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Washington is not going to win the division. Um, I think any of these teams could really win the division because it's so terrible. Uh, you know, you may have some team with eight or nine wins win the division, which is pitiful. They shouldn't even be, you know, they could get automatic playoff spot. They shouldn't even be, they should be playing in the college football playoffs at that point. Uh, if I had to pick a team, I'd say probably coin flip between uh, Dallas and Philadelphia. Uh, I think Cowboys have a safe pick because, you know, every year is their year. I think they have the best quarterback in division with Dak, and I think they have the best uh, – Running back with Zeke and, and or Tony Pollard. Uh, I think Saquon would be better if it wasn't question marks about his health. We'll see what he's doing in a couple of weeks. Uh, but I think head coach-wise, uh, even though Mike McCarthy really, really is terrible, Dable is unproven. Uh, really, Riverboat Ron is uh, have the greatest track record. Uh, so I'm going to pick the Cowboys to be mediocre in the mediocre division. Well... It's going to pain me to say this. I'm not taking either of your picks and I'm not going to pick my own giants. Obviously it's just, it's just, I'm, it's not realistic. I'm going to have to say the Eagles are going to win this division. I just think I, yes, you know, there's question marks around Jalen hurts and if he's good or not, but let's think, let's just face facts. The Eagles made the playoffs last season with Jalen hurts, a quarterback. So if they can make the playoffs last season as a wild card team, nonetheless, very much welcome win the division. They had great, you know, additions. You know, I loved them getting Jordan Davis. I hated that he went to the Eagles, but he was one of the best players coming out of the draft. They also got Chauncey Gardner Johnson in a trade with the Saints. Also got a trade for AJ Brown. Obviously, they have had a lot of great additions, and it seems like most of the teams in the division haven't really added. They've just been mostly subtracting. The Eagles are the only team that really added in the offseason. So. As much as I hate to say it, I think the Eagles are the team to beat, but I could very much well see Dallas giving them a run for their money. But at the end of the day, I'm going to pick the Eagles. Okay, and I guess with that, we'll move from the NFC least to uh, probably the second worst division in the NFC, uh, NFC North. I mean, I'll start again. I mean, Minnesota's got to win this division. Green Bay doesn't have a receiver or a tight end. 
I mean, I guess Robert Tanyan, but I mean, no, they, they got nothing. This is Minnesota's division to lose, even though I really want to pick Detroit. It's Jared Goff at quarterback. It's just Dan Campbell. I look, I love that man. I'd run through a wall for him. Dude's electric. And they got the Egyptian daddy himself, Amon Ross and Brown. Like, that I'm all might be a first. I don't think I've ever heard someone say Egyptian daddy. Well, that's why I'm going. That's his name in all my sleeper leagues that I have him in. The Egyptian daddy. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Uh, Nick, give me your uh, give me your predictions on the NFC North. I think it's, you know, you said it earlier with the Cowboys. You know, they're their safe pick when it comes to picking that division. I think the Packers are just the safest pick in this division. Only being that the fact that they're going to have a top five defense. I might even venture to say they might have the best defense in the NFL coming into this season. They proved it last year. They're going to probably prove it again this year. And Aaron Rodgers might not have a quarterback. Uh, excuse me, a wide receiver necessarily. But the combo of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon alone is going to be very good for that Packer offense. And, you know, let's not vouch. I mean, obviously, you, when you look at the Packers wide receivers, you see Sammy Watkins and stuff like that, and you're like, that's not really good. But you could have future superstars like Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs, who everyone is raving about for this you know preseason. I think just because of how big of a question mark the Vikings are still currently I think the, it's still the Packers division to lose I'm going to go with a mix of both your answers here but I'm going to go walk in the Green Bay Packers I could see both of them winning the division I don't see Detroit doing it I definitely don't see in Chicago doing it Justin Fields has to learn how to throw a football first <laughs> and Jared Goff has to learn to throw beyond the 15 uh, between beyond 15 yards at a shot uh, Aaron Rodgers still has a cannon for an arm. I mean, he's uh, old, reliable when it comes to quarterbacks. He kind of has that blend of the old guard of quarterbacks with that mixing of like the new age uh, style of play. Um, he, it's true he doesn't have any uh, receivers this year. I think he personally made Devontae Adams. We're going to see how he does in Oakland this year. Uh, Minnesota has the all the offensive weapons. They have a reliable quarterback and, and Kirk Cousins. Uh, but I still think this is Green Bay's division to lose based on that quarterback play and based on that defense. All right. I mean, I guess that leaves the uh, NFC South to be discussed. I mean, do we even have to discuss this? I mean, here's what I'll say. It's the Bucks division to lose. The Saints are going to give them the most run for their money. I think the Saints are going to be a playoff team again this season. Because just because if Jameis Winston did not get hurt last season, they would have made the playoffs to begin with. I think if fully he stays fully healthy, they will make the playoffs this season. And, you know, if, especially if Michael Thomas can return to, you know, can actually stay on the field for once, the Saints will be in the position. But I think it's just bucks to lose. They, they, they still have the team to beat. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say that, you know, earlier, if this is Tom Brady's division to lose. Uh, Tom Brady clearly has the best team built around him. That defense is probably going to end up top five this year. Uh, he's got awful, you know, nice weapons. He did lose Gronk in the offseason. He got a uh, whatever's left of Julio Jones. You know, God help him. Um, but he'll get, Julio doesn't have to be that primary guy. Uh, he's going to be behind Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, a really good one-two punch. And they're still going to have pretty reliable uh, offensive lines and running backs like uh, Leonard Fournette. I think it's their division to lose. 
Uh, James Winston is an interesting pick. I think Slant Boy is overrated. Him and Michael Thomas, Alvin <laughs> Kamara may not even play the rest of the season. But you know the NFL, they're going to suspend one star at a time. So when Deshaun Watson is, comes back, he'll probably be sent to the doghouse. Uh, a lot of questions on New Orleans. Uh, obviously Atlanta. I'm not trusting Marcus Mariota, and you know Carolina's not doing anything this year. Maybe they'll uh, be a little surprising with CMC, but I don't think they'll be a playoff team. Uh, give me uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, Tampa's it's not even close. I mean, from top to bottom, that's the best team in the division. So, uh, New Orleans is good. Uh, they're probably a playoff team. Carolina, fringe, like, it, at best. I mean, the Falcons are just, you know, their top receiver got got suspended because he uh, gambled on a game he wasn't even playing in. So, I mean... <laughs> Uh, they're a dumpster fire right now. Well, for from that, we go to the NFC West, and this division is going to be very close, in my opinion. You know, there's obviously three good teams at the top. The Seahawks, obviously, no disrespect, but they look like they're going to be the worst team in the division come this season, obviously with all the changes they've had. So with that being said, what is your guys' predictions for who's going to win the NFC West? Um. See, this is very tough because on paper the Cardinals should probably be a top, probably win this division. Uh, but Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray's resume after Week Six is a uh, fall apart. So like, it's really tough to pick them. San Fran, uh, I don't know that they're. They're actually a toss-up team. I, I think I'm really tossed between San Fran and the Rams. I have to go with the Rams just off the fact that they still have Aaron Donald. And uh, that man is a legit... Uh, he's a mutant. <laughs> There's no other way around it. He is choke-slamming people as a warm-up. Like, it, he will carry that defense... Him and Jalen Ramsey as far as he could take them. So they're probably going to win the division again. That's okay, I guess I'll give I guess I'll give my take here. I'll go down the list of teams. San Francisco 49ers. They'd be better with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't care what anyone says. Trey Lance still has a lot to learn. Uh Jimmy G is probably the best game manager in the NFL. I don't really mean that as an insult, but uh his charisma wills his team to victory. Uh, for the Cardinals, if Call of Duty did not exist, uh, they would definitely win the division. But Kyle Murray can, he can't keep his hands off that double XP weekend. He'll be playing Warzone. Uh, Want to stay far away from them. The Seahawks, I'm not even going to talk about them. And I think the obvious choice here would be the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, obviously, Super Bowl winners are losing a lot in the offseason, but I think they are definitely the team to. Uh, they're definitely the team to beat. Now, when I look at this division. Obviously, Seattle's not in the greatest spot right now. The Cardinals, we didn't talk about the fact that they lost Chandler Jones in the offseason. They got they did not bring him back, which is going to be a huge loss for them. It's coming from a Syracuse fan. That was a big mistake on their part to let him go. He They're going to be greatly missed for them. And remember the fact that DeAndre Hopkins is suspended the first six games of the season. That's a huge blow for this offense. Now you're relying on Hollywood Brown and Rondell Moore to give you some receptions. So 
I'm not sure the, how the Cardinals are going to start off out of the gate, but they could start off very slow and it very much well could hurt them down the rest of the line of the season. I'm actually going to take the San Francisco 49ers, believe it or not. Wow. And my reasoning is I think this is going to be – we're going to see deja vu all over again. I think this is going to be another Colin Kaepernick situation where they turn away – from their quarterback, you know, Alex Smith at the time, they go to him to Ka- Kaepernick. Now we're going from Jimmy G to Trey Lance. Trey Lance gives them a lot of opportunities. Yes, I know he is very unproven. We haven't seen much from him yet. I think just the fact that he can throw, he can give them a lot more opportunities to run the football. They have guys like Elijah Mitchell. You know, I love George Kittle. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. They have Debo Samuel coming off an amazing season, and their defense is one of the best in the NFL. The Rams scare me a lot from the fact of they did lose a lot. I think them losing Kevin O'Connell to the Minnesota Vikings, that's going to be a big blow for their, you know, for their play calling standards. I think at the end of the day, the both teams will make the playoffs, but I, I'm going to take the Niners to win the division. Okay, that sums up the NFC. Let's take a look at the AFC, starting with the AFC East. Uh, who would like to go first on that one? Um, I'll take a stab at it. Thank you, God. So, this is Buffalo's division. It's not even. It's not even a question. However, I think three teams could make it out of this division for the playoffs. The Jets are still rebuilding. It's not their time yet. I could see them winning seven games at the most, but that's about it. The Patriots. No offense, Johnson. They scare me a lot. There was a lot of you know, you know, subtractions from their team from last season. I don't know how that's going to fare for Mac Jones and company. I still think they could be in a spot to make the playoffs, but there's a lot of, you know, really good teams in the AFC this year, especially coming from the AFC West. But we'll get to that in a moment. I said it earlier, Buffalo is my Super Bowl favorite. They're my pick. We'll get into that also later. I'm taking the Bills to win the division. They have the best team to beat. They have the team to beat, in the, in my opinion, in the AFC. So give me Buffalo all the way. Oh, yeah, it's Buffalo. It's Buffalo. It's always been Buffalo. Uh, I mean, there's no team that competes. I don't even – I think the Jets have a better record than the Patriots this year. Ooh. I mean, that Jets team, I like Salah as a head coach. That, so. that is a um, hot take right there. Yeah, it's uh, – Nick, you know me. I I no, run nothing I but scorching hot takes. No, I mean, I Miami's got two at quarterback. That, that's all I have to say. That, I mean, all right, the I, I guess I'll be con- great. I'll be very contrary in here, and I'm going to take the Patriots. <laughs> uh, I'm never going to pick Buffalo. I don't care if they go twenty and zero, or I don't know what the maximum is. I think it's nineteen zero now, and they win the Super Bowl. I could care less. Uh, until they break that curse of going to five straight Super Bowls. Um, four. I'm not going to really – was it four straight? It was four straight. Uh, that's a little bit better, but not really. You, you lost four times in the grandest stage of them all. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm going to take the Patriots. Uh, probably not going to win it, but I'm not going to pick against them. I'm not going to you know, count out Bill Belichick. Uh, I think Mac Jones you know, takes another step forward. Uh, he doesn't have absolute homeless men. He just has a couple homeless men now on his team to throw to. Uh, they got rid of – I mean, Nelson Aguilar is still there. We got rid of the curse. That is Nikhil Harry. That is major, major addition by subtraction. That guy was an absolute voodoo curse on that franchise. He couldn't catch a football if it was thrown 
six inches in front of them. Uh, but yeah, give me the Patriots. Um, beating Buffalo twice this year, maybe a third time in the playoffs, get revenge. That's my hot take. Well, I want to get this division out of the way before we go into the bet- the better ones of the AFC. The AFC South, let me just say, we thought the NFC East of 2020 was bad. <laughs> I truthfully think this is going to be a division where a team with a losing record is going to make the playoffs. Disagree. It is that bad, in my opinion. But let me let me hear what you guys have to say about it. Who do you think is going to win the division? I strongly disagree with that statement. But besides the fact that Tennessee is still a pretty damn good football team, I mean, they lost A.J. Brown, yeah, that's sad. And that's going to hurt them. But, I mean, if Traylon Burks is what he's supposed to be, it's not going to matter that much. And, I, look, you guys know me. I'm riding high on the Colts this year. I think Matty Ice is going to get that team rocking, rolling, and everything going. I mean, they got the, one of the best running backs in the, in the league. They got Matty Ice. I mean, the guy's been a pretty good winner. Constantly a good quarterback year in, year out even though he doesn't always have the best talent. I mean, plus you got a little, I mean, a little Michael Pittman action. I'm high on him this year. Uh, and Jacksonville is probably still going to be a decent team. I think they're taking a step forward. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a pretty good year. Okay, let me take a look from top to bottom here. Uh, I guess we'll start at the team I think is going to come in last place, which is unfortunately going to be Jacksonville. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I think, is in a better situation now that they got that uh, that fraud of a head coach out of there, that former Ohio State, uh, <laughs> I guess Ohio State legend, you can call him that, you know, pretty uh, pretty bad towards the end of his tenure. I think Jacksonville's on the bottom. I think Houston is also just a step above him. I like uh, I like Davis Mills, but he needs to put it together first. Uh, definitely not going to win division. I think it's going to be a question of who do you value more, Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor. Uh, to me, it's Derrick Henry, so I think the Titans will win the division. I could easily see the Colts doing it, but I'm going to uh, ride with, ride with uh, Tennessee on this one. I don't think a lot of defense will be able to stop Derrick Henry. He's an absolute monster. He might put up you know 2,000 yards this season, depending if he's healthy, knock on wood. Uh, but I'm going to ride with uh, Tennessee. I think uh, the winner of this division, we won't know until probably about week 17. I, I would say that's a very fair assessment. That It's going to come probably down to the last week of the season. <laughs> To decide who's going to win this division. So it seems as if I'm the tiebreaker because obviously the Colts and the Titans are the teams to beat in the division. I don't think the Jaguars will be the worst team. I think they'll, I, I agree with Grayson and the fact that they're going to take a step up. Doug Pearson has proven to be a winner in the NFL as much as I hate to say it, but he's now in Jacksonville. You know, they paid Christian Kirk all this money. So they're going to need to prove that they're getting better. So we'll see. I think the Texans are still the worst team just because looking at the roster, it's still not that good. I, I am a big Davis Mills fan, but I just don't think they're in the right spot right now to, you know, be better than Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is just slightly better, but that's, you know, a coin flip. When it comes down to it, I'm going to take the Colts to win the division just based off the fact that it doesn't have to do anything with Jonathan Taylor or Derrick Henry. I think they're 1A and 1B. It comes down to the defense. Colts have the way have a much much better defense than the Titans do. Guys, you know, like DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard, or well, Dar- it's not Darius Leonard anymore. I forgot what he actually changed his name to. I think it's Shaquille Leonard now. Um, either way, the Colts defense 
is better than the Titans. I think they'll be able to run the ball with Jonathan Taylor like they did last season. And as Grayson brought up earlier, Matt Ryan is a huge upgrade over Carson Wentz, in my opinion. And for Matt Ryan, I mean, we don't know how many more seasons he has left in the NFL. I am not. I'm not going to say that this might be his best chance to win a Super Bowl. Obviously, he had the 28 to three game. They should be a playoff team. At the end of the day, I'll take the Colts, but the Titans are going to give them a run for their money. Okay, that sums up the AFC South. Let's go to the AFC North before we go to the West. Uh, division winners. Who wants to start us off? Uh, I'll start us off. You know what? This is a no-brainer again. That <laughs> anybody that doesn't take Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr, the, the gritty man himself, Jamar Chase, that this team is elite. <laughs> I mean, they're coming off a Super Bowl appearance that they probably could have won that game had they had the slightest better offensive line. And, you know, not Eli Apple covering all the time. <laughs> I mean, you have what? Lamar Jackson? Bum. Mitch Trubisky? Come on. And, I mean, we already talked about the Browns. Jacoby Brissett slash Deshaun Watson. By the time Deshaun Watson's able to play, it's going to be too late. I think I think the Bengals run away with this division. Pittsburgh's defense is really good, but that offense outside of Najee is really not it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to kind of piggyback on that. I'm going to say that I'd say the Bengals are the favorite to win the division. Uh, this may not be very popular. I think they take a step back just ever so slightly, maybe a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover to start off the year, you know, but I think they do end up winning the division. Uh, top to bottom, I think they're a lot better than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's defense is probably still going to be really good. Uh, Mitch is not that bad of a quarterback. Remember, he had to go play in Chicago, and they don't know how to match a quarterback to save their lives over there. Uh, I think Mitch may look a little bit better this year, but I still think, unfortunately, the bottom of the division. Uh, all four of these teams may end up with a positive record at the end of the year, which you know would be unfortunate to you know go nine in the. Go nine and eight, and uh, just be the fourth team in division. That'd be pretty tragic. But going top to bottom, I think it's gonna be Pittsburgh. I was gonna say Cleveland. If Deshaun Watson was there, I'd say they would at least challenge the Bengals for division, maybe win thirteen games or so. But those first, uh, that first half of the season, that Deshaun's really gonna hurt them. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson and Baltimore Ravens are gonna take second place again. Uh, lost a key piece in the offseason, Hollywood Brown. Uh, Mark Andrews really the only major option. Uh, for him to throw to. Uh, maybe the defense takes a step back. It's hard for an elite defense or a very good defense to stay good for a number of years. They start eventually breaking down. So we'll see how they, you know, bounce back from last year and see if they can continue that uh continue their streak up of being a good defense. But I think like Grayson had just said, Cincinnati is the team to uh it's very division to lose right now. Well I'm not gonna piggyback off you two. Excuse me? I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens to win this division. You're an idiot. There's a couple of reasons. <laughs> so Johnson brought it up. The Bengals will have a Super Bowl hangover. I believe they're going to make the playoffs still. I'm still worried about that defense. It is not that bad, but it's not that great. Just having the fact that Eli Apple 
It has nothing to do with my Giants fandom. I just, he is not a good corner. And the fact that he's still one of the top corners on that team scares me a lot. They're also having issues with Jesse Bates. They still haven't paid him. So that could be, you know, an ongoing issue throughout the season. Now, I'm taking Baltimore because they were still a very good team last season, despite all their injuries. If they can stay healthy, they're going to be a very good team this season. They have proven it in the past that they don't need a number one wide receiver to be a very good team. They have Rashad Bateman, who we haven't talked about. I think he's still a very underrated wide receiver. I think he could be very good for them. Mark Andrews, in my opinion, is the best tight end right now in the NFL. I think he's a slightly better tight end than Travis Kelsey, but they're 1A, 1B. I still think I would take Andrews. And the Ravens' defense is very good. They got, you know, great additions. Marcus Williams from the Saints is going to be a, a very solid pickup for them. Coming, you know, off a really good year with New Orleans last season. Now he comes to Baltimore. They got Kyle Hamilton in the draft. I love um, getting, them getting Tyrell Linderbaum too. Ravens had an amazing draft. Plus the fact that, you know, in my opinion, they got rid of, you know, a big time cancer in my Hollywood Brown. There were times where Hollywood Brown would drop wide open touchdowns and it would cost the Ravens games. I think him not being there is going to help Baltimore. It's going to lead to the fact that Lamar can still run. They got J.K. Dobbins now going to be fully healthy. They'll have Gus Edwards healthy. They just brought in Kenyon Drake. I think they're going to run the ball really, really efficiently. And I think that defense is just, just going to be enough to slightly out-edge the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, there's your, uh, I don't want to say hot take, but uh, there's your difference in opinions right here. And no, Capitals, maybe, maybe the best team or best division in, uh, in, in the NFL, the AFC West, you have to- four top teams, all with good quarterbacks. I'd say upper echelon quarterbacks, at least top 50%. Depends on how you want to rate Derek Carr. Uh, but who wants to give me their AFC West takes? Oh, God. I don't even know where to start, <laughs> to be honest. I'll, I'll try I'll try to start us off, because this is this is I, by far the toughest division to pick. I think all four of them go in this division. I, absolutely. There is a case for each team to win the division. There's a case that all teams are probably going to finish 500. I think that's going to be the case. Now, at the end of the day, I'm taking the Los Angeles Chargers to win this division. For a couple of reasons. I love Justin Herbert. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I would take him over whoa, whoa, whoa. anyone. I would, I would take him over Josh Allen right now. I'm not even kidding. There's a, the, I just love the fact that like, some of the throws he makes is unbelievable. It's nothing against Josh Allen. He scares me most of the time when he runs the football. Because I feel like he's going to get hurt at some point in his career when it comes down to it. That is a hot take. But I'm, that, that's just my opinion. Austin Eckler is one of the top running backs in the NFL, so they have that going for them as well. A great tandem in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. They added, um, you know, Gerald Everett is is a solid tight end. Not a lot of people know about him, but he's a really good, low key, good tight end for them. They got Khalil Mack from the Bears, huge addition. They got J.C. Jackson from the Patriots, another huge addition. They still have Derwin James. They still have Joey Bosa. They have a lot of things going for them. Easily could have made the playoffs last year had they had not called a stupid timeout in overtime. They would have made the playoffs. They would have made. They would have made the playoffs in a tie in a tie game, but their coach called a timeout for some dumb reason. So a lot of people believe he's on the hot seat because of that. I think when it comes down to it, 
I'm not a fan of the Chiefs roster this season. I don't think they're going to finish in last place. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be Vegas. I think Denver is going to come in second. And I think the Chiefs are going to come in third. I love everything about the Broncos. Not a huge fan of the Chiefs. And I think the Vegas had so much things going right for them last season. I just think it's not going to go right for them again this season. Give me the Chargers to win this division. Going to be a fun one to watch. Oh, I 100% agree. Uh, The Chargers are winning this division, probably. I think it's their division to lose. Even though I think all four of these teams can win the division. Um, I disagree. I think Vegas is going to be the second best team in this division. I think that offense is really, really good. And their defense is still pretty damn solid. The Chiefs, are they're going to take a huge step back. Tyreek Hill going. That might change Patrick Mahomes' whole career, in my opinion. I, I really think that his versatility and that speed and his ability to take the ball on a basic slant play and go to the house on it is going to hurt. Um, I think Denver's a really good team. I mean, that they're probably... I think they have the same record as Ella, uh, as uh, as Vegas. Uh, that defense is really good. I think this comes down to is Russell Wilson still going to be the Russell Wilson of old? And if he is, great. If he's not, they're going they're going to struggle. I mean, it's an upgrade from what they had, so they're still going to be a better team. But they're I don't know if they're uh, better than the Chargers. Okay, I think this is the first division that we all kind of see eye to eye on, at least up top. I think uh, this is the Chargers division division to lose. Justin Herbert's probably one of the top three quarterbacks in the game right now. Uh, it's definitely him, uh, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. But uh, where you would want to place him, he's definitely top five. You know, great strong arm. Uh, probably one of the few Pac-12 quarterbacks actually kind of pan out over the last decade or so. Of you know, uh, just having miserable prospects. Uh, definitely the Chargers division to lose. They got all the weapons. Uh, obviously, coaching is going to be suspect. I think the better subplot to actually watch in this division is uh, how the Kansas City Chiefs do do. I, I can see them finishing in third. I can see either Vegas or Denver leapfrogging them. Uh, and I think one guy we want to start maybe talking about to see how they do after this uh, this season is going to be Andy Reid. Uh, anyone who doesn't know, Andy Reid is a career loser. Uh, loser in Philadelphia. Losing Kansas City up until he was gifted Patrick Mahomes, and he was gonna be a loser in the Super Bowl up until he had a bigger choke artist play against him in the San Francisco 49ers and their head coach. Um, Nick, would you like to remind the uh, the listeners to what the genius head coach of the uh, San Francisco 49ers was responsible for in Atlanta? Well, as you said, Kyle Shanahan is part of that 28 to three collapse. You know, wanted to keep throwing the football in a game where they easily could have just ran out the clock against the New England Patriots. Obviously, did not happen. Patriots maybe making the greatest comeback in, you know, Super Bowl history for sure. And then a similar game against the Chiefs. I mean, they had a ten point lead going into the fourth quarter. Looked like the 49ers, all they had to do was just game manage that the entire fourth quarter. They were going to win. And Patrick Mahomes, to his to his credit, just kept the Chiefs in the game. The Niners didn't manage the game well, and the Chiefs kind of went out on top. So 
Andy Reid has had history of chances to win more, you know, in the big game, but it just hasn't gone his way, especially after what happened last year in the AFC Championship game against the Bengals. Another game in which they looked like they were going to win and cruise on to go to the Super Bowl, and they just collapsed in the second half and in overtime. So, going to be interesting to see how the Chiefs do this season. Yeah, I think definitely the subplot is to look at is going to be Andy Reid. I think Andy Reid is definitely going to be under the microscope. He's not going to have Tyree Kill. Travis Kelsey's getting up there in age. Uh, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have that. I don't want to say fan. He's not a fan of favorite anymore. Of course he is, but people get a little bit sick of him, whether it's his wife's antics off the field or his brother's antics off the field as well. Uh, you don't want to see a lot of fans turning on Patrick Mahomes, but uh, you could see the national media shift in favor of a Joe Burrow or a Justin Herbert or another one of these young quarterbacks that you know they can get about get behind the Josh Allen's, maybe even Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson. But uh, it's going to be very very interesting to see what Andy Reid's subplot is going to be going forward this season. I don't see him. I've never seen him as a good head coach. I don't care how much of a hot take that is. He has a Super Bowl because he faced the bigger choke artists than he did in the playoffs. And I think if the Chiefs do start to falter, not only this season, but a couple seasons later from now, I can really see that uh, this kind of being the beginning of the end for Andy Reid. Yeah, well, I mean, go I'm ahead, wanna, I'm wanna, I want to step in here for a second. Um, I disagree about Andy Reid. The guy was – I understand he's a, a little bit of a choke artist, but he still is a very good head coach. Um, Like – the guy, when it comes to offense and the way he's able to call, is still very, very good. I mean, I understand the disrespect for the man. The guy hasn't really won. He's made, he's had some pretty big chokes, but I think that's a little disrespectful to a guy that, well, innovated the way offenses are on. To the day. Well, like we all said, it's going to be interesting to see how the Chiefs fared this season when it comes to how much they lost in the offseason. But as we look towards the season, I think now is a good time to talk about who we think is going to be in the Super Bowl for this upcoming season. There's a lot of very good teams that we've just discussed uh, coming off these division winners. The question is going to be who is the cream of the crop in each conference? I don't know who wants to take a stab at it first, but who is what is going to be our Super Bowl matchup this upcoming season? Uh, I can take a stab at this. Uh, so I guess I'll just pick an AFC team and I'll take an NFC team. Uh, That's normally how Super Bowl go, works. Oh, yeah. I'm going to obviously just pick one of each. I'm not going to give you like four or five possibilities. Like I'm just going to pick one. I'm going to think of who's going to win the whole conference and then who's going to go to the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, I think obviously in the NFC, I'm going to start with that first. I still think Tom Brady's got it. I think it's his his conference still to lose. Uh, guy hasn't lost a step. I mean, maybe he falls off that cliff. You know, that Max Kellerman said about eight years ago now, but he's had a Hall of Fame career since he said those comments. Uh, maybe he finally falls off those cliffs, you know, that metaphorical cliff. But for me, give me Tom Brady. I'm not going to bet against them. I don't think the Bengals make it back. Uh, but I'm going to say Dark Horse, give me the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Give me that an absolute cursed franchise to make the Super Bowl. I'm gonna piggyback on at least the Tampa Bay. I mean, it's there's nobody really in the whole conference to compete with them. 
except for maybe the Rams. And I mean, if they get Odell back, if Odell's knee, you know, heals and he's still a very good player, I mean, I maybe that changes. Um, but I I would definitely say the Buccaneers are the way to go. Um, and when it comes to the AFC. I think it's I think it's the Bills' time to shine. They add Vaughn Miller. I mean, the guy wins. Uh, I think Vaughn Miller has got the potential to make that defense go from a good defense to a great defense, and great defenses win championships. So uh, I think that, uh, and I got the Bills winning. Uh, Bills Mafia, baby. We ride with Josh Allen and Diggs. See. This is not good for me because that was what I was going to go with, Bills and Buccaneers, especially considering how much of a win this would be for Buffalo if they were to able to knock off Tom Brady after all the years of torture that Tom Brady has given them. It would be monumental. But now I feel like I have to go something different because it's, you know, it sounds like we all, you know, you both are going Tampa Bay. You know, we have, you know, a difference in the AFC. I love Buffalo. I want them to win the Super Bowl. I'm gonna go with. I'm not gonna say the Buccaneers just because I want to. You know, I want to change it up a little bit. I'm gonna go with San Francisco. I think the heartbreak over last season is going to propel them to go to the Super Bowl this season, and it's gonna be kind of like what happened the year with Colin. Like I said earlier, deja vu when Colin Kaepernick took over that team after Alex Smith. It was the year before. Is when they went to the NFC Championship game and lost to the Giants with Alex Smith. The year after, they go to the Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick and lost to Baltimore. I think we'll see a similar thing this year where they go from Jimmy G in the NFC Championship game losing to the Rams, and they'll go to the Super Bowl this year with Trey Lance to take on Buffalo. But I got Buffalo in the end winning it. I think this is, like Grayson said, their time to shine. And if it's not now, I don't know how many more chances they're going to get. If it's not now, it's never. <laughs> if they don't win with Josh Allen and quarterback, it's it's never going to happen. Well, but when we talk about predictions, I think the last thing we have to decide on is who we think is going to be the MVP overall in the NFL this season. There are obviously some great players we brought up during this topic, you know, quarterbacks and some running backs, some wide receivers maybe even. Maybe even a defensive player. Who knows? But who was your guys' take to win the MVP of the NFL this season? I'd love to go first on this. I think I know where you're going with that. It's Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. If it's not Josh Allen, it's Justin Herbert. If it's not Justin Herbert, it's John. It's actually, you know, I'm gonna go ballsy here. If CMC stays healthy, he's winning MVP. Ooh. Ooh. I, okay. If he stays healthy, he's winning MVP this year. Okay. Uh, I mean, Josh Allen, we've discussed it. We could discuss it all all day, all night, all year. He's a freak. <laughs> he's got an absolute missile for an arm. He runs like a gazelle. He hurtled Anthony Barr. Granted, that was a long time ago now. But he hurtled a linebacker. <laughs> not many quarterbacks are out there hurdling linebackers. He's he's a beast. Uh, I think that 
he's probably at the minimum a top three in MVP vote until he can't run anymore. Okay, I think uh, I would. I, I thought about this for a little bit. I said, okay, Tom Brady is like an easy safe choice, but I don't think they're gonna give an old man a you know an MVP not at this point in his career. So I'm not gonna say Tom Brady, but I am gonna say Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert is gonna be the nice young you know new toy that everyone wants to play with. Uh, you know, we've had Josh Allen the media spotlight for a while. He could definitely get the MVP. We've had Matt Patrick Holmes there for a second. Uh, I think if all three stats lines are pretty similar, it's going to go down to record, and it's going to go down to who the nice, you know, I guess the new toy is in the box that the media wants to just talk about all the time to shove down everyone's throats, which might be Justin Herbert this year. If Justin Herbert does as well as he is projected to do, I think he's my solid stone-cold block for MVP. You know, Johnson, we don't usually agree on a lot of things. But you hit the nail on the coffin right here. It's Justin Herbert. He's going to win MVP this season. He, like I said earlier, he just has all the intangibles of winning an MVP. Josh Allen is 100% a close second. And I'm surprised no one even said Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is going to be top three this season for MVP. I just think all the weapons he has, it's just hard not to say he's going to be in that MVP conversation. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to be Justin Herbert. Chargers are going to have a very much improved season. Their offense is going to be top five for sure. Herbert just needs to, you know, not throw a lot of interceptions. If he stay, it keeps the turnovers down, gives the ball to his top receivers in Allen and Williams, and look out for guys like Joshua Palmer. They might have he might have a breakout year if he stays, you know, healthy and continues the path, you know, the the path of way he's going. Justin Herbert's going to win MVP, but. It's going to be an interesting season, to say the least. Well, I think that do- pretty much does it here at All Gas, No Breaks. It's the first podcast is coming to an end. We would like to thank everyone for joining and tuning into this first broadcast. I mean, truly was a monumental thing. We've been talking about doing this for years, and you know, we finally have gotten it to full fruition, and now we're here with our first podcast. So... We would like to thank everyone for tuning in. We are going to be live on whatnot most of the time. You can follow us at All Gas No Breaks Sports Cards on Instagram as well. That's A G N B underscore sports underscore cards. And you know we'll be on whatnot breaking WWE football, baseball, basketball. You you, you name it, we'll be breaking it on the Yellow W. Tune in most of the time during Friday around 10.30, right after Friday Night Smackdown. That's usually when we like to tune in. But from what I've heard, I believe tomorrow night we will be going live with our first football mixer to you know get a little bit of a preview for this upcoming NFL season. Yeah, absolutely. We've already hit some pretty monster cards. Uh, Orange Disco Zach Wilson, Orange Disco Trevor Lawrence, PSA 10 just sold for six ninety. Uh, definitely a great time. Come join some cheap breaks, and uh, we're looking forward to having all different types of sports on this podcast. Going to cover the NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, college basketball, hockey—you name it. The NHL. Yeah, especially Get to with to me rant. The Rangers coming up. It's very, very soon. It's on the horizon. <laughs> Rangers hockey, baby. The torture is going to be coming in weekly. You'll I hear it say- here. I will say, folks, that is definitely the time you want to tune in when Ranger <laughs> Hockey starts because 
Sheep could definitely get into a rant if something bad happens with the Rangers. Believe it. And I can tell you from experience from this past postseason, it's definitely something you may or may not want to listen to, but it's definitely oh, it's not going to be pretty. It's definitely not going to be pretty, to say the least. <laughs> but as Andrew said, we'll definitely be you know going into these other topics. You know, MLB playoffs are coming up very, very much soon. We have another month to go in the MLB season, so we'll definitely get you know dive into that. You know, obviously, the next couple of weeks we'll have some more NFL. We'll see how some of these teams that we talked about today did we mush them? Do we hit the nail on the head when it comes to how we predicted some of these teams and how they're going to do? Who knows? We have a couple of weeks to figure that out. We also see how the college football season's going around. You know, will we see some major upsets? Will we see you know the obvious teams like Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State teams like that still reign supreme and be the teams to beat this year? And you know. We'll see how the NBA season starts. I mean, most of us here are Knicks fans, so we're going to see how the Knickerbockers do this season. It's going to be an interesting season, to say the least, but definitely major things upcoming here on the All Gas No Break Sports Card podcast in the next couple weeks. And as a New York Knicks season ticket holder, I'm going to be looking forward to watching the Knicks play in front of me every single week and every single home game. I cannot wait to watch Jalen Brunson uh, hopefully, dubious handles is better and RJ Barrett. Um, on another topic here, uh, I was just looking through my phone, and uh, there is a potential rumor that when Jimbo Fisher is done at Texas A&M, he would take a head coaching job at WVU. And if that happens, I I, I might cry myself to sleep every night in well. just pure joy. Uh, it's definitely going to be a topic to look into, especially the way it's depending on how Texas A&M does this season. That could be something to look forward into. But Neil Brown going Jimbo in, I oh my god, I'd I'd cry. I guess and we'll I, have to see and wait. Yeah, I guess that'll be the first topic of discussion for our next podcast coming to you next week. Yep. Have a great night, gentlemen. Once again, thanks everyone for tuning in to our first podcast. We really all appreciate you, and we'll definitely be seeing you on Instagram, whatnot, and right here at All Gas No Breaks Sports uh, Sports. Thank you once again.